Welcome to The Ether. Today is Friday, February 11th, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Have you heard about the new Terra Invest Strategy Discord server Orbital Command spun up? If you're looking for a chill place to chat about different Luna stacking strategies or looking for some alpha or if you're trying to find the best UST farms or even if you just have a quick question you need answered, be sure to stop by TIS and say hi to the Orbital Command gang. Hell, I'm even in there sometimes when I'm not editing hours of CFI spaces. You can find me in that server chatting about NFTs and answering basic Terra Luna questions. The link to the server is in the show notes and for more information, check out orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, we have the Atlo Protocol AMA, hosted by Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. Technical glitches out of the way. Let's get this show on the road. So, my man, Baker's Belton. Atlo, where did the name come from? Mm-hmm. How did you get started? Why did you get started? Ooh, okay, so the, the name is a acronym from uh, uh, out of uh, NASA. It stands for... Um, Assembly, test, and launch operations. Um, we came across it while we were putting together the idea for a launch pad. We, you know, we were looking at it was quite a kind of an obvious place, I guess, to to start looking, and we found it, and we just loved the sound of it and the, and, and and what it represented. Um, as far as uh, why we decided to build a launch pad. Um, we were looking at uh, a lot of what was going on in in the space, particularly in Terra, uh, with with how um, uh, protocols were being launched, and we felt that there was room to mix it up and do something a little bit differently that put uh, a lot more power and control into the hands of um, the community, and that utilized a lot more of the the governance structure that was in place and uh, wanted to build a, a launch pad that basically said, okay, cool, we're gonna, we're gonna hand over the reins to, to the people who are actually the, the ones deciding whether they're gonna be buying into these, uh, these protocols and these projects and, and, and essentially deciding whether they, they go or not and let them make the final decision. And that's, that's yeah, now we're here. <laughs> so, and we're gonna dig into that a bit more because that's actually where a lot of the juice is. is um, the, the, I guess in a way the, participation strategies for, for Atlo. Uh-huh. So I want to just kind of figure out from you, we know that we've got, you know, launch pads at Terra, we've got Pylon. Like, what would you say is your point of difference? What is the actual point of difference? <sighs> okay. Um, I think uh, the, the big one is, is obviously the, the fact that, like, stuff doesn't get to launch unless the community says so. And... Um, I think that we are putting a lot of accountability and responsibility into the hands of the, the community when it comes to uh, investing in something because they're not just making their decision on whether they're going to buy uh, or sell. They're making their decision on whether the thing actually happens. You know, So there's a, there's, there's a massive infam- uh, uh, emphasis on that. Um, I think the, the second part is that uh, we're using something called an ATLO rating which means that your your allocation into a um, 
into a, 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 a launch is decided by your participation in, in the platform itself, not simply um, a, a matter of chance or a, um, uh, or, or a matter of the size of your, your, your bag. You know, it's, so it, it's very, very much a case of if you put the effort in, um, you're going to get a, a better allocation. Um, because you're going to move your Atlas rating will get higher, and you'll move up the 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 kind of rating level amongst the community. And then the third uh, function that we've got in place that's that's actually got quite a bit of in, uh, interest, and it's the thing that Rebel uh, was was super interested in, uh, is the role of the validator. And similar to the the role of uh, validators in the the Terra ecosystem itself, the validators are going to be people or, or groups of people whose job it is to act as a first line of defense for the community and review and evaluate projects. Um, but they're also then going to have a role of using their experience and their knowledge and, and their critique to help protocols get better, right? Um, so they're going to then feed back to, to projects and, and help them become uh, more polished, uh, more refined, and, and, and have a better chance of success. And that uh, that validator role, their the authority comes from the community itself, because communities will be able to delegate their atlo to these validators. And in delegating their atlo to them, they give them power. And if they don't perform to expectation, then they take back their delegation and they they lose power, and it goes to someone else that they they want to delegate to. So I think those are those are like the functional things that that really. Um, Make us uh, stand out. I think the the idea of creating a community that's very focused on high quality protocols and attracting um, protocols that want to be associated with a community that's looking to like take their investment really seriously is probably what makes us um, makes us us. Fantastic. And so what I'll do, because there's a few things that I want to drill down more into, like I that low rating and, and the validators themselves. It did take me a second last night uh, to really wrap my head around the validator <laughs> situation. Um, but the question that I have was, well, actually, just for people that may not even understand entirely what Launchpad is, like what's the purpose of Launchpad on Terra? Like what is it specifically that you do or Launchpads do uh, and help facilitate? Okay. so. Um... We, we kind of from from the launchers perspective right like um what the way we see it and, and we're going through it now with our own our own token and we've seen it happen with other projects launching is a lot of work and it's really stressful and and there's a lot that goes into it behind the scenes there's a lot that goes into it like on on stage you know like stuff like this for example um and it's just all around uh, there's a lot it's like capital and labor intensive right and what we want to do is is make that a lot easier and a lot more streamlined so that protocols don't have to invest time and effort into it and they're able to focus on the thing that they're trying to build because anything that distracts you from building is is kind of taking away your edge right um so for us the launchpad idea is is basically we want to be a a protocol team's best friend and and we want to help them do everything that they need to do and whether that means um giving advice on tokenomics whether that means um uh, putting them in touch with experts in various areas that are going to help them um or, or just like you know like even marketing and, and and content or creative advice um that's the the role that we see um us playing for for protocols for a community uh, sorry for a, for a community of investors the, the the launch pad is kind of like a place to go where you're able to find vet and then invest in projects in a really early stage that that you believe in and that you can have a sense of security and um, a, a little bit of a sense of community that you're not like out there in the wild on your own and and just you know at the mercy of uh, unscrupulous scammers basically um i think that's for us that's that's the big thing right like um like there's that whole thing of uh i can't remember who said it but if you want to go if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together and that kind of makes a lot of sense in what we're trying to build right fantastic so just to uh 
clarify what you said there. It's basically two steps. Step one, you're simplifying launches for the protocols and projects themselves. Mm-hmm. They want to take a token. They want to bring a token uh, out that's part of their project, and of course, maybe have some um, tips and advice on how they can you know better market their project on launch. Um, you know, advice on the tokenomics themselves. You guys handle that. But then the second part is for people who aren't the projects but want to invest in projects and get the benefits that maybe an early stage investor does, they can do so via your launch pad. Is that correct? Yeah, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. And so, you know, as I'm as I'm sort of scrum just having a little peruse through your light paper as we're talking, <laughs> and you've got you've got a step, you know, a step process where it says essentially, you know, you see step one would look like a proposal submission, then step two would be a proposal evaluation and voting. Can you walk us through like the can you walk us through those steps mm. uh, you, for a moment? Do you mind if I bring uh, do you mind if I bring Bart in for that? Because uh, I'd love for you to bring Bart in. Sure. The man's hey. the man's brainchild. So let him <laughs> Hey, how are you doing? Can you hear me? Amazing. Yeah, loud and clear, mate. Okay, great. All right. Thanks a lot to everyone who's listening. Um, I also really just want to say thanks to everyone who's, um, I can see the names, the regular supporters. I really appreciate all of you being on here. Um, and good, and good. you know, that you've taken your time out on a Friday to, to listen to us. So I appreciate it. Um, in terms of the launch uh, itself, um, we, the, the design that, that we put together was very much based on, on some of the core concepts around Terra. Um, for people that aren't familiar with it, uh, Terra, you know, in a lot of protocols, allow the community or have a facility for the community to, to participate uh, in the direction of these protocols through governance. So what, what would happen is um, someone can create a proposal where they would um, write up a piece of uh, or a description about what they want to change on the protocol or introduce or or take away, um, and then they they can be into a process where um, you can vote on on a on a proposal. So for for Atlo, that means um, mostly we will be uh, putting up proposals for launching uh, a token into the Terra ecosystem. Um, so the launcher will come along and create a proposal. Um, there's a lot of content that goes into it, uh, including, you know, background about the project, uh, the roadmap for, uh, for the project itself, the tokenomics, um, details about the team, um, all of those kinds of things. And, and then um, it goes to the community for a vote. So if you are um, an Atlo uh, participant, you will then get an opportunity to take your Atlo token and stake it. Um, that gives you voting power. And then you can vote on on those proposals, and you can decide if you think that this is a good uh, project to be launched on Atlo or not. Um, and then um, out of that comes a result. Uh, if it's positive, then what happens is that token would then go into the next phase, which is the launch phase, um, where you would do the things that you're familiar with um, in launching, which is you know. Um, pre-funding your account so that you can you can get access to some of the token. Then an allocation process will happen where you will get allocated tokens from the sale. Um, and then the TGE, which um, if, if you're following us and for tomorrow, would be where the token actually uh, gets put out into the wild and, and everything uh, then runs from there, where you will see it in familiar places, um, you know, maybe Coin Hall whatever it is and and that's where you can take part so that that's the the process the final thing that we do as well is we look at the the success of the launch um and we then also include that as part of our post-launch evaluation um and we link back the results of the the launch to the people that voted and we give them additional scores um if the you know if they voted yes and the and the launch went well um, or if they voted no and, and the launch didn't go well. So, um, you know, we're trying to make the whole process uh, all about participation and, and people um, actively playing a role in all of the steps of the launch. Right. And so just for anyone that might not know, because you said TG in the middle of that token generation event is what that stands for. And so you have your own TG happening uh, within the next 24 hours. And so that's the release of the Atlo token. That's the correct name for it. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so Beautiful. we are going through that right now. That might be why you can hear <laughs> Dozen and myself sounding a little bit battered. It's uh, been a long week, but um, yeah, we're really excited for tomorrow. Um, and so, yeah, token generation event. 
is essentially you know where the tokens are generated and then they're distributed to those that um, invested in it or, or bought tokens, um, and then it, and then it goes on to a, a swap mechanism where people can you know take their UST and, and buy the token if they'd like to um, or sell it, um, and then there's a bunch of functionality that we bring in as well, which is where. Uh, you can, you know, you've got your tokens, um, and you can start staking them and using them uh, for the utility that they're designed to to facilitate. I, I don't know. I don't know what you mean about me saying sounding tired. I'm I'm fresh as a daisy. You know, you blokes do sound quite fresh. Yeah. Is it Good. just out of curiosity? Because you said you've both been obviously very busy this week. That's to be expected. You know, how many other people are on your team? How many other people are helping get this thing off the ground? So there's uh, there's eight of us in the in the founding team. Um, we've got uh, uh, two guys who, who help out in moderating our, our communities, uh, Cristiano and Fu. Shout out to them; they're amazing. And Shout then out. we've we've got a bunch of uh, a bunch of um, very helpful uh, investors who have um, have been amazing. I see a couple of them in the in the in listeners here in the audience but they have genuinely been great in giving us advice and guidance and then we've got yeah i mean not to sound cheesy or anything but we've got a fairly large community that are pretty vocal and pretty opinionated and they've been given giving us some a lot of uh, a lot of good input along the way and constructive criticism um and, and just also just amazing like support you know it's great to hear from guys when you're tired and you're feeling a bit battered that that they're behind you and, and supporting what you're doing. So, but yeah, core team is eight. Sure. And I did notice when you, when you retweeted that we were having this chat, there were quite a lot of people that, that were responding to it. I was actually getting lots of ads on my personal account, which I'm assuming were coming from your, um, your community. And so of course being a, a, you know, a, a launch pad that hasn't launched yet itself, it's, it's funny. It's kind of it's kind of ironic in a way, but the you're about you're literally about to launch your own tokens uh, tomorrow. But in the meantime, like how did you get like how did you mm, amass or accrue such like such a uh, you know supportive community in such a short time? Oh, I'm incredibly charming. Yes, um, that helps. <laughs> no, I, I think um, I think it's it's a combination of two things, right? I think that like um, we've been. We've been really, uh, really open and and um, communicative with with everyone as as it's gone. Um, so I think that that kind of generates a lot of interest and and people keep coming back and 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 then they they in turn become um, you know uh, supporters and and when they become supporters they then pull in people that they think will also. Uh, enjoy what we're doing but i think that like what we're trying to do from from the light paper in in late november all the way through to now um i think we're striking a chord you know i think people are, are genuinely excited about the idea of having um this this level of uh, involvement and, and power you know um the validator role definitely has um has got a lot of interest and i think it's because people look at this stuff and go like well you know i'm doing the research um I'm, I'm i'm asking the questions and i'm getting involved like what's the next step you know and and i think that plus the idea of having other people who feel the same way and 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 think the same way creates this this um really strong like momentum uh -huh. that's, yeah yeah right well that's actually a really good segue you know you did touch on your validator the validator is just very briefly there there are probably two or three things that I want to try and cover in the next sort of 10 minutes between us before I open up the floor and we start, you know, fielding questions from the audience here. But cool. um, regarding like the role of the validator itself, so much in the same way that we have, you know, Orbital Command is a validator on the Terra blockchain, people delegate with us and we, you know, submit, we vote on proposals and things like that, uh, among many other things. But the, the validator that we're talking about in the context of Atlo it's not necessarily like like us as in orbital command, but these are you know what three to five to eight people or something that are that are essentially brought in or first voted on by the community. You know how are these people being decided on? Like what, what skill sets are necessary for them to identify? You know potential. Uh, I guess yes, yeah, sift through sift through the the good projects and the not so good projects that are wanting to put through proposals. Like how how do we find those validators 
Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll see if I can help out on this one. So, so essentially, um, what we want, like, I think if you look at a validator in Terra, you know, you are voting and you are, um, you know, you're delegated basically uh, power through through the community giving you support with uh, delegating their, their tokens or their Luna to you, um, that we wanted to do the same thing. We didn't want to have a centralized component to our solution. Um, we, we wanted to have that decentralized as well and the validator concept played the same. So um, that was where the, the idea came from. In terms of how it plays out, it's not going to be like a terror um, validator where you need hardware that's uh, that's you know going to have an uptime and, and all those kinds of things. It's more about trying to um, give people with skills that are suitable for uh, you know reviewing projects and and giving good advice around new projects that need things like um, you know understanding how their tokenomics are going to play out or how their marketing and socials need to be um, you know organized and you know, doing things like this with, with uh, the media and, and, and all the, you know, the advertising and, and, and everything that comes with it. So we think that it will attract people that, you know, there are, you, you already know the types of people that do that kind of thing today, but we want to give that a more decentralized kind of uh, design to it. Um, and so, you know, we think, we are hoping that we will see uh, validators self-organize in a way that they will attract the right talent to be an attractive validator on Apple. We've said that it will be three to five in the beginning simply because we just want to give the, the setup um, a good start where it's controlled in a, in a, in a decent way. And we, we're really interested to see who will want to t- participate as a validator in the beginning. But there is no reason not to extend that. Um, you know, if we see it's very popular and like we did with you saw with Terra, you can increase the number of, of validators that can play that role. And, and then basically they will be the first interface to any launcher that is going to come onto Adlo and get all of that advice and kind of, you know, um, just a filter first before it comes to the, to the governance process with a community vote. And, right. Um, just to add into that, in terms of the, um, the qualifications and the skill set, um, I think it, it's going to be, it's going to sound trite, but I mean, it's, it's going to come down to reputation and, and credentials. You know, like if you come together and go, hey, you, you know, I, I've never done anything like this before and I'm brand new to Terra and, and I just started my Twitter account. I want to be a validator. You're probably not going to do too, too well. You know, if, you've, if you can show that, if you can demonstrate that you have a reputation and you know what you're talking about and um, um, you, you have credentials, then you're going to do a bit better. The The other part of that is that validators are going to be expected to put together an evaluation and a recommendation when a proposal comes through. And uh, you'll, as, as an ATLO holder, you'll be able to look at those evaluations and those recommendations and make your, uh, make your judgment on whether you think that the, the, the validator knows what they're talking about or not. And um, I think it comes back to what we're, what we're saying about what Bart was saying about we we're trying very hard to build something here where the power doesn't sit with us. You know, like we're not picking the validators any more than we're picking the projects. Um, it's very much sitting with the community. Yeah, which I, I personally love. I'm a big, big proponent of decentralization. Um, I think the question, and I, I know the answer, but for the audience, you know, the incentive for the validators, what is the incentive for, you know, people to want to become validators on Outlook? It's much like um, you you have on on a normal validator. So as part of the um, the launch fee, the validator, um, you know, the validators that are voting on those launches will get a fee from the the launch fee that we that is charged, um, and that can be then be distributed to those that delegate. Um, you know, where the where the validator takes a certain percentage, and the rest can go to those that that gave them voting power or or, or delegated their Adlo tokens to them. Yeah, and so if I was to summarise everything in my, you know, my little brain, I would say that uh, the validators obviously, you know, they get to participate in the building of this ecosystem by, you know, helping bring forward really good quality projects um, by offering their services and skills. In in return, they are rewarded a small portion of, you know, whatever is uh, coming through, I guess, monetarily. Um, and then for the work they do, much like when you use an Uber or an Airbnb, 
you get rated. So the validators are also getting rated. And as long as they're doing a good job, um, they can maintain that, you know, that they can maintain what they're doing. <laughs> you said it a lot better than we did. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that's my main ro- That's my main role here. I just want to try and make things as simple as possible because this space can get very complicated and yeah. convoluted. And so, yeah, if I can make it easier to understand that I'm actually doing my job right. Um, okay. One more question for me before we start fielding uh, questions from the community here. Uh, it was about the criteria. So when people are, say, casting their votes and, and doing the uh, participating in the at-low rating, you know, what's the criteria that's being voted on or rated on? Do, do, you, uh, do you mean what makes up the at-low rating? Yeah, like what, what makes up the at-low rating? And they say, you know, what's like if you go to an Airbnb, they'll say, was it clean? Was it, you know, what you expected? Da, 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 da. Like what's yeah. the rating criteria? Okay. Um, it's five criteria. So the first one is staking. Um, that's both single-sided and LP staking. So those are two different types of staking that you can uh, perform in Terra. Um, and, and that is, is one of the five metrics. Um, once you stake, you then get voting power. So um, what we wanted to do was incentivize people to actually participate in the governance. So by um, casting your votes, uh, that counts towards your at low rating as well. Um, but then we also didn't want you to just cast votes just for the sake of it, right? We wanted people to do their research and, and actually put some effort into thinking about what they're voting on. So that was um, where we talked, uh, and I talked about a little bit earlier around vote quality, which is where we want to um, look at your votes that you cast and, and link it to the success of the, the launch that, that happened that's related to that vote. So that's the third one. The fourth one is that we, in a launch pad, you often have UST that you need, that you know, you're looking to use to buy tokens. Um, but there's, there is times where, the to- where that UST is not doing much. Uh, and in Terra, in particular, you don't want UST just sitting around because, you know, you can do a lot more with that with Anchor. So um, we're going to allow or introduce the ability to earn um, interest on your deposited UST in, in Atlo. And then, if, and then we want uh, to incentivize people to uh, contribute a little bit of that interest if they want to, uh, to a community war chest that will be used for the benefit of the community as a whole. Um, and then the fifth one is investor quality, which is we also want to not just incentivize you to do the right things in the Atlo protocol. We want you to think about the Terra ecosystem as a whole um, and, and also kind of promote positive behaviors in, in other tokens. Um, now, this is not designed to spy on you. It's actually designed to make you think about how you could be a better lunatic, I guess, or a degen or whatever you want to call it. Um, but essentially, just um, really be a positive contributor to the ecosystem. And we want to be able to uh, reward people who do that. So that, that's how the five are made up. Okay. So the first three are completely... Uh, that, that make complete sense to me. So, you know, yeah. if they're staking, if they're voting, if the launch is successful, of course, they get good ratings. The last two I just want to get a little more clarity on. Um, so if I was catching what you were throwing, the fourth one was essentially the UST that's sitting there is generating a yield. And so if the person redirects a portion of that yield towards the war chest, which is yep. essentially, you know, a vault that you guys use to help yep. develop other projects and things of that nature. If they decide to allocate a portion of that um, of that yield to the watches, that contributes to the at-low rating? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Got and, that. And, and then... And the oh, idea yeah. there is actually to try and link validators and a community watches together so that essentially we could hopefully create a decentralized way of getting access to, to investments as a community. You know, that, that was really the idea around it. Mm. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I think everyone knows how, how investments work in, in, in crypto. Um, there's multiple rounds of funding, right? Um, and, it, and validators, uh, you know, could be talking to projects in their early stages and, and and you know there could be some gems out there that that deserve more support um, from a community. Um, so you know the validators and the community could work together uh, to basically try and get more access to the early rounds of funding. 
possibly. It's not something that we, you know, we're, we're actively going after right now, but that is kind of where we're trying to get this in the medium term. Okay, gotcha. All right. So this is all starting to sound really nice. I'm actually really enjoying this conversation. Um, the last thing I want to ask is around that fifth one, which was the investor quality. You know, what are the yeah. metrics for that? How are you measuring that? Is it by, you know, them not dumping the tokens? Are you like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. Depends so, on. So it's, it's basically, you know, it, let's just simplify it right down to like, let's say just Lunar and, and Anchor tokens. Um, it, you know, just like we're rewarding you for staking in Atlo, uh, if you stake your tokens in Luna or, or an Anchor, we could also, you know, we can easily identify that um, those transactions and we can then say to, you know, give you a score and say like, well done, you know, that is the right thing to be doing in those protocols. We also wanted to do it to try and facilitate partnerships with Atlo and its launches. So, um, you know, if you're going to launch on our platform, uh, we can say like we will actually try and, and you know encourage the people that are buying your token to do the transactions and uh, or perform the utility that you want on that token. May it be staking or whatever that may be, you know. So we are going to watch what those transactions are and 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 then incentivize and reward people for doing the right thing with those tokens. That's really the idea. Okay. Okay. Well, look, what I'll do because it's now. We're 35 minutes in. I'm going to open the floor up. We'll take some questions. Um, I've also got some more sitting here that I can ask you if there aren't as many coming through, but I can see we've got Jonas G. Jonas G, I'm going to let you in and you can come and have a chat. You've had your hand up for a while there. So thank you for your patience. Go for it, Jonas. Oh, wait, hold on. Jonas has the floor. Go for it, mate. Hello, Jonas. Oh, Jonas has gone quiet. Stage right. That's okay. Anyone else that wants to put their hand up and may want to ask some questions, feel free to uh, request a spot. We'll let you in and we'll get those questions coming through. In the meantime, if Jonas wants to jump in, just jump in, brother. But I will say this, the Atlo token that's launching tomorrow, the utility of the token, what's the, what's the utility of the token and how are we uh, as the community going to be using it specifically? I'll go for it. Um, so, so we we already an, um, announced three uh, proposals to launch on Atlo. So, um, shortly after TGE, um, you know, you've you've got your tokens. Uh, you can start voting on proposals and start working on your Atlo rating um, right from the start. So, um, you're also going to be able to stake. Um, there's liquidity pool staking as well. So. Um, you know, all of that utility is there right from the start. Um, we're also uh, including um, the tokens vesting. So, so people that have bought uh, tokens in our pre-sale or in our sale, um, their tokens are vesting, um, but they are going to be available uh, for um, voting uh, and they count towards your Atlo rating right from the start. So the more you work on your Atlo rating, the bigger your allocation will be. Um, and so really what we were trying to do right from the start of, of our TGE is allow people to see the utility of the token and start, um, you know, working on the Adler rating from day zero. Right. So, okay. Okay. So we're voting on proposals, liquidity staking pools, and people who bought pre-sale. With, with the vesting period, just out of curiosity here, actually I'm not on this page on the white paper, but with the vesting period, what's the, what are the cliffs? What's the vesting period? Um, it's, so if you were an early bird, it's a five month daily linear, um, with, uh, 10% at TGE and then the public is 12 and a half percent with a four month, uh, vesting schedule. Gotcha. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people, well, not even, I think I can see it when I look at my Twitter feed, a lot of people's main concerns with most token launches at the moment. Uh, in the Terra ecosystem is one, it's it's around the vesting periods and it's just basically about, you know, are we going to get dumped on? Are we going to have um, these tokens still holding value? You know, we're in a weird situation where, you know, we have this amazing Apex asset in Luna and many people are, uh, you know, dumping their newfound tokens to acquire more of that. Um, but ultimately it's like, yeah, how how can you incentivize people to, you know, be in it for the long run. And so what I'm seeing here is this, with this criteria, this at-low rating system, you've got incentives in place for people, you know, to, to do that, to hold it for the long run, to not 
to not uh, sell it as soon as it, it gets opened up to them. Um, and you've got this, you know, con- this uh, contribution to the war chest part, which I think like this is what I think is really exciting. Is So it is earning a yield. It's probably, I'd imagine that's running through Anchor and it's probably earning, you know, close to 20%. Is that how that works or? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Okay. And so like as far as integrations go, I'm always curious to know what integrations and just, just if there was anything that I skimmed over there that you want to elaborate on, do just jump in and let me know. Otherwise, um, uh, you go. Yeah, just just the one, like, or two things, right? The one is that it might at first glance seem like the the at low utility is 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 a bit pedestrian, right? Everyone's like, oh, okay, yeah, we've heard those things, and it's like, well, we didn't make it complicated because that's going to happen through the community. You know, like when when you start off, you start simple, and then you iterate, and and you know, innovation and complexity grows from there through whatever direction the community decides to take it. Um, uh, an example of this is just an easy example of this is like as soon as we introduced the Atlo ratings, everyone started talking about them, and uh, it was a very hot topic around uh, you know what should be weighted and how they fit together. And we're like, well, we've made them simple so that you guys can come back to us and tell us what you think they should be, how they should be changed. So the Atlo token has great utility in terms of getting allocations, but the, the future utility is in the hands of the community to a certain extent. Mm. Okay. And Dozen, what about your saying, you always say this about um, it being your ticket? You always, you always mention <laughs> the utility of it. Yeah, so, so the, the, I mean, you know, we, we've always got the guys in a, in a chat who are talking about like, oh, it's going to, the, 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 the price of the token is going to do whatever and, and then like, you know, but it's like, why would you, if, if, if you're, you're buying Atlo to get access to other projects, you know, why would you sell the thing that gets you access to the other, the other things that you want to get investment in? So, I mean, like to me, when, when everyone, anyone's like, well, what's the utility of the token? It's like, it gets you into other projects. Like it's that straightforward, you know, like it's, it doesn't have to be complicated and, and multi-layered and, and it's just like, it gets you into, <laughs> it gets you into the show, man. It's the ticket to the buffet. Like you don't eat the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're really hungry. That's that makes complete sense. That's a, that's a, a great analogy there. So thank you for making that simple. Um, I've, you've actually just opened up a couple more questions that I did have. And they actually, I feel like they're going to be really good questions here. One is, around uh, integration. So obviously you did just say that there's a yield that's being earned on the back end. Now, can you see Atlo integrating specifically with any other, um, you know, like Lego blocks of Terra? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to mention like a little bit of a futuristic one and, and I think one that's going to take a lot of work, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, um, go for it, go for it. Um, I think... Uh, one of the things that you see, you know, that that Terra is famous for is is borrowing. Um, you know, like you can you can basically, you know, bond your lunar and, and get UST and, and do something with that. Um, we also think that there is a way that the vesting tokens may have uh, a value that we could unlock in a similar way. Um, and then, obviously, if you're borrowing, uh, you would need to liquidate, and and Kajira is. A very big um, like supporter of us, and and we love Kajira as well, and we think that there could be something there that uh, could get interesting. Um, the other the other integrations I think that are quite obvious are um, swaps. So uh, we would love to work with the other swap um, options that are out there in 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 Terra, um, and we're talking to them very actively. Um, so yeah, I think that there's quite a lot that we can integrate with. We also would love to see just you know, the more we work with each of these launches that come along and, and and understand their utility, as an example, an NFT token could be um, that that has utility um, or an NFT that has a token with utility is also something that's really interesting to us because um, you know you, we could we could start linking um, that kind of utility to to the Atlo rating in a way. So there, there's a lot that we we come across and and we find very interesting that fits in it's just it's just a matter of having the capacity to, to work on all of it that's the challenge at the moment and doesn't is there any other integrations that you can think of 
none none that I can talk about that won't get me in trouble with someone afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that's interesting because, yeah, as, as you were talking then, it got me thinking about a conversation I had just a few days ago with uh, ticks uh, on Terra, so tickets, NFT tickets on Terra. And I was just thinking then, I don't, well, I don't know if they're even on your radar, but that's the sort of thing where literally when you're talking about uh, these tokens being your ticket to the show, I just, I'm starting to wonder if there's something there where you could integrate with ticks uh, in creating like NFT style tickets within, uh, within Atlo for launches. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where we're going. Yeah. So, I mean, um, there's quite a few angles to it, I think. Um, and, and, and also the NFT space is really interesting. Um, because there, there is so much going on, not just in terror, but just in general, you know, and, and I think the real search is on for, for that killer NFT use case. But the things that we've seen, um, re- like that are personally, when I read people's light papers and white papers around NFTs and, and links, uh, into tokens is where I think that there's a real, um, kind of value proposition for, for Atlo. So we still got to explore it a bit more, if I'm honest, but I think that, that you know, there is something there that we can really do to link the Atlo rating with an NFT and and basically the utility that comes with it. Yeah, awesome. And of course, we you know this space is still very young and there's still so much growth to happen. And the sky really is the limit. The main thing at the moment is get your token launched uh, underway to Montwall in the next twenty four hours. Um, and so, for just for people that want to go and participate in that, where can they go to do that? Uh, they can get everything done at um, atlo.app, that's A-T-L-O dot A-P-P, um, not alto, <laughs> not dot com, because yes. I think we've got a few scams out there already. Um, but yeah, we, we're going to have the swap, uh, claim, stake, everything all in one place on the site to try and minimize people getting uh, getting scammed by impersonators. So everything is on the site. Fantastic. And regarding this, so I'm actually on the side at the moment. I'm having a look over the, the tabs and whatnot. There's a KYC uh, process there too. How how extensive is that KYC? Right now, it's pretty easy. Um, it's proof of identity, proof of residence and liveness. Um, but if you KYC once with our partner, our partner is SumSub. And if you KYC on, on Atho once, then your KYC level is is sorted for any um, any protocol that comes along that wants to use KYC. Um, and then we, we are hoping to soon be able to uh, launch um, in a, using mechanics that don't require KYC. So if you want to participate in one of those and you don't want to do KYC or, in, or you're in a country that doesn't allow you to, you're going to be able to do that as well. Because one of the other things that we want to do is try and offer multiple launch mechanics so that we can tweak them to suit the needs of the protocols as they come up. Yeah, that's wonderful because I actually, that's probably one of my main aversions to getting into anything new is when I start seeing KYC and people wanting my address and details, I'm like, yeah, I'll probably sign out of this. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I think having those options in future will be, well, it's just, it's increasing, uh, it, it's casting your net wider and it's enabling more people to, to be able to participate. So I like where you going with that. I think the, the last real pressing question I have here is actually around uh, IBC. I was looking through your light paper and I could see uh, convers- or not conversation, I could see a section that was talking about uh, cross-chain and Atlo going across the Cosmos ecosystem. Can you share some details on that perhaps? Sorry. Yep. Yep, we can. Um, I think, I think um, in general, you do see launch pads are quite like ambitious around cross-chain i think because the philosophy around how you launch um, applies not just to one but to to any other um uh, chain um but even cosmos in general there's there's options there that we could quickly move to launching um tokens in in other cosmos compliant blockchains. so um we want to uh really explore just to i think again increase the utility of the token um but also to to take the concepts of that low uh, and and spread them wider um, in a way that they work in in those ecosystems as well. Um, you see it with uh, with other launches, and I think you know we we definitely think it's uh, it's an interesting and 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 from a value proposition, it's a definitely one we want to go after. Mm, yeah, I think it's a smart one to go after. I think 
per- personally, when I look at the Cosmos ecosystem, I think that it's just there are so many hidden gems within there yeah. and it's an ecosystem that many people are sleeping on. Yeah. Um, so I think going across uh, through Cosmos will be, yeah, very, very intelligent. Um, okay. Well, what I'll do is I'll open up the floor in just a moment. Um, I can see we've got some good, you know, good quality questioners on here. Got my, my buddy Atlas on the call, uh, Nate, Phil, Lejimi. So anyone that may want to ask questions, no pressure, but if you have some questions there, do put your hand up and we'll get you on stage. And while that uh, door is open, I'm just going to check in with you two about uh, obviously the services of part of your launch market. You know, it says that you do smart contract auditing. Uh, you know, there's marketing services, there's advisory services, there's tokenomics tonight. So for anyone who might be on this call who is part of a project that is looking to, you know, potentially utilize Atlo as a launch pad, like let's look at each one of those for a second with smart contract auditing. Is that done in-house or do you have that, you know, how does that work? Yeah, so I like I think um, there's so many things that you need to do as a launcher um, to to be ready. Um, and I think even trying to find out who to get a contract audited by is, is not straightforward, right? So, um, and and who are the right people to do it at the right price and in, and in the timeframes that you need. So um, we think that there are, you know, we can help basically facilitate some of those connections in the beginning. And, and you know, we I think we would look at smart contract auditing companies as using our launchpad as a way to advertise their services. But I also think that there's a lot more that we can do in the smart contract auditing space than what is available today, um, having gone through it. I think that we can, uh, there are a lot of amazing developers already in the Terra ecosystem who deserve uh, the opportunity to be able to validate and and, and uh, kind of, you know, quality assure other projects code. Um, and I think that there, you know, we would like to do a lot more in that space to start having a more open source kind of uh, mentality around auditing each other's contracts. Um, and I think we could do that quite quickly. Um, but we also want to, you know, allow the companies that really specialize in this to to come and say like, look, you're going to launch, you're going to need your smart contracts audited um, and we can help you with that. So that, that, that was one of the reasons that we had around that one in particular. Yeah. And then some of those other services that we're talking about there, the, the, the other side of this is that as, as we go through this process, right, we, every time you kind of hit an obstacle or some little kind of unexpected speed bump, it's like, oh, well, is this something that it, every other team is going to experience? And if it is, is the way that we solve it something that scales and will be effective time and again for, for other protocols who, who are going to need to overcome this and when we find things like that like marketing is a is a good example you know like if if we can find um something like that where we're then able to as a launch pad facilitate that service or 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 create a market around that where people in in crypto space can come forward with those skills and 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 we can make connections between the guys who have those skill sets and the people who need them then you know that's great that just means we're, we're we're making the the entire system that much better and 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 benefiting everyone so uh it, it it's not necessarily always something where we're saying oh we're going to have a team that can do this we're kind of saying we're going to have access to people who who uh have these these specialized skill sets and we'd like to put them to use fantastic and do you have just off the top of your head like do you know um which auditing services you, you'd be using or which, uh, you know, tokenomics designers you'd be uh, requesting services from? Well, it seems like there's a lot of tokenomics uh, experts around Twitter, so I'm sure we'll be able to get a few people applying for that that role. Probably the most subjective topic we've ever come across. Um, never, I don't think Is, anyone will ever agree on the same set of tokenomics. No. Nice. No, but I, mean, I think I think in terms of the auditors, it, there, there are some. I, I don't want to mention them because I think it, it's better that we talk about um, the market with them first before we we start saying who we think they are. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, on that side, I think we we've, we've been speaking to quite a few smart contract auditing companies, um, and uh, on the marketing side or on the tokenomic side, I think there's still a bit more we need to do to to attract the right people to that kind of concept. Okay. Okay, um, that's fair enough. 
Well, what I'll do here, because we're not getting many questions coming through, we'll start kind of winding down. Um, you know, this space is scheduled for another seven minutes. So in this time, what's the best thing that we can do for you to help you guys out? Is there any, you know, are there telegram groups that we can help get people towards? Is there like, what is what is the best thing I can do for you right now? <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think you know, the next 24 hours are going to be pretty busy for us. Um, we'd love people to participate, uh, you know, support us through the next 24 hours and beyond. Um, so visit us at atlo.app. We've got a Telegram group that is very active. Um, you know, like Dozen said earlier, we've got um, a lot of the team that are actively involved in there. We'd love to come in, uh, you to come in there and, and give us um, some support and, and your thoughts on, on what we're doing. Um, but we also would love um, people to start um, really, you know, being active as in the community and, and starting to engage with launches and launch ideas um, mm. and, you know, talking to us on, uh, or, you know, talking to our community or, or supporting us on Twitter. Those are the kinds of things that I think for me right now would be great. Yeah. So I've got, I've got a slightly different take on the same thing. And for me, the, there's, there's two things. The one is that we've got four, four, protocols that have put their hand up and said, we believe in what um, these guys are doing and the community they've attracted and we want to launch on them. And that's um, Fan Fury, um, Minerva, uh, MintDAO and Spa. And all four of those, I mean, it's it's blown us away that two of them before we even did our own sale and, and two before we did our TGE. So for me, it's like, here's four projects that are asking people to come and check them out and and play a part in deciding whether they get to launch or not. So as as much as I want the, the you know the guys listening to go and be a part of what what we're doing, check out those guys. You know, go 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 read up their white papers and join their telegrams and see what they're about and whether you think that they're doing something that's that's amazing because they are. You know, um, the the other side is that. There are tons of projects out there that might be in their really early stages. I mean, we're, we're you know, we're just starting up, but there are, there are a lot of guys out there that are also in that same boat. And there's a ton of projects out there coming down the line that are going to be launching Q2, Q3, who are in early stages. You know, find those, find those gems, bring them into the community and be like, hey, guys, like, check what these guys are doing. It's early. Maybe they should be on Atlo, you know? That's that's what it's all about is 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 finding great protocols and and turning them or great ideas and turning them into great protocols. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm glad you actually brought up uh, Minerva, Fan Fury, Spa, and Mint Dow. Um, Fan Fury, I've actually had my eyes on for a little while. I think they're going to be a dark horse of the division. Um, and the Spa, just just for clarity's sake, because there's two Spas. Which Spa is it? It's the one with all the A's. Spa. It's P A R. <laughs> That they're the uh, the Dutch the Dutch ones, yeah. That's right, yeah. Spa. Okay, cool. Um, so we'll keep our eyes open for Minerva, Fan Fury, Spa, Mendel. We'll get active in the Twitter. Um, I just want to comment as well. I'm scrolling through your Twitter, and I do appreciate how engaged you are. You know, I'm looking through uh, how active you've been and sort of all the all the questions that you've been answering. So um, I think as far as building trust goes in the community and, and building goodwill and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Just having good communication is key, and you've been yeah very communicative from what I can see here. Can I can I actually use use the the stage or the spotlight for a moment to to make a request? Sure. Okay, so so we ran um, we ran a contest uh, during um, uh, during our sale where two of our um, participants have got ten lunar waiting for them each. And we're, we've we've set it up so that they have to they have to tell us that they've won, and then we can verify them afterwards. We don't even know who they are. Like uh, like I'm I'm not I'm not part of the dev team. Dev team showed off. Like, but basically, two guys or women right now, if they log on to onto our site, they're gonna see like beat the queue winner written <laughs> um, on on the page, and they've got ten lunar waiting for them each and they need to go and check that out and come back and tell us so that we can give them their Luna. So uh, um, if, if you're listening and it's, and you haven't checked, go, go have a look. You might have 10 Luna waiting for you. I hope, I hope they're listening. 10 Luna oh, people so go, up and, go up and get it 
it's yours to claim. Um, look, thank you so much for jumping on the call today. Um, it's been great to have a chat with you, Spat. It's been um, you know, just wonderful to get a better understanding of how you work. I'm excited for you and I'm rooting for your success. I hope that the launch this weekend goes very smoothly for you. And, of course, you know, if you ever need anything, just reach out to us um, at All Good Command. We're always happy to help. And I just want to use this time to also thank Terra Spaces. Um, guys, we love the work you do. You are absolutely relentless. And, um, yeah, thank you for recording the space. So anyone that's listening now, if you need to re-listen to it, it, it has been recorded. It will be uh, uploaded to Terra Spaces uh, probably in the next couple of days. I know they've got a bit of a queue ahead of them. but. Um, that will be available to share with your friends and your family. So with that being said, seeing as there's no, oh, wait a second. Like there's a question. <laughs> there is. <laughs> James, my flow, bro. All right, let's do it. James, you're up. I guess not. We got some nervous Nellies today. James, can you hear us, mate? I thought he was about we'll to give claim you... the 10 Luna. Mate, I thought he was too. I was, mate. James, if you talk, you might get this uh, 10 Luna redirected to you. <laughs> no promises. No, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's looking like James isn't going to say anything, so I'm not sure what's happened there. But um, as I was saying, I was wrapping it all up. Thank you for your time. Thank you for everyone listening. Go and be excellent. And, um, yeah, rooting for your success, all right? Oh, Thanks amazing, so much man. for Thanks. having this us. Was, this was great. This is a fantastic way to go into, to, into the thing tomorrow. Really appreciate it. Yeah, really. Too easy, guys. Too easy. You take it easy. You right. too. You too. Cheers. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Atlo Protocol AMA, hosted by Orbital Command, recorded on Friday, February 11th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol and it's refundable and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at wefund.app. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Waking up like a basement dweller Stepped out the door and her braces yelling 2020, what an ugly shit show Staring at the fucking rig roll from the get-go Looking outside, the whole state's on fire The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars And replace the writers with AI just like us Emaciated models killing bright birds First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The Burks gonna cash cow country stolen Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden Trying to be so full, spitting that molten Lava from the bottom of the caldera I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle And offer it to the god with the gas full throttle Blasting off in a rocket The many people who will, will see things happen to them That are in their favor Tell someone's looking over me. That's a that's a fascinating phenomenon when that happens. And what, when you analyze those situations, what you find is is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability. Stitching these writings, living that life like Who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks Looking at the rectangles, damn they kinda thick We've gone through a whole lot of kings here 
Cutting off heads just to bring cheer Getting all fired up, Tiger King line them up When you give an arm and a leg just to try the junk On some first time buyer's luck Alexa, set a reminder and remind me to buy a bunch And put your hands up if you fuck this year And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare And put your mask on just to go outside Looking at the planet about to downsize So climate change Basically, every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization. Ten spaces.